Cleo. Clear. Cleo, no. No. <laughs> Emma. <laughs> Do you guys want to have a water pistol fight? <laughs> oh, wait, we can't. <laughs> I really want to take a shower. Oh, but Cleo. But Cleo, you'll turn into a mermaid. mermaid. We're all mermaids. I told you mermaids don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Graydon just turned me on to the best show I've ever seen called H2O. Just add water. Just, oh. <laughs> are like there different meal packets? Are there different H2Os? I don't know. Maybe there are. I don't know why the extra line is needed. H2O Just Add Water is about three young women who stumble into a magical cave when the moon is full and then suddenly (laughs) they get the power to become mermaids (laughs) for absolutely no reason for no reason and then it's whenever they get wet even if a drop of water touches them (laughs) they turn into a mermaid immediately a sprinkler drop lands on one girl's hand and she's like down for the count with her little fish tail immediately sprouts a fin (laughs) And is like, whoa, and then falls on the ground, full fish. Claire, pass me that water. Emma. Emma. I'm a mermaid. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Netflix just added it because it became a meme. A meme on TikTok. Yeah. Which I'm still unclear on. Yeah, what TikTok is. Yeah. Do yeah. you have a TikTok? Mm-mm. There are some people with TikToks that have like millions of followers. Yeah. I'm bogged down already by all the social media I already have. I yeah, it's tough. I can't imagine. It's hard out more there to the repertoire. another one, yeah. <laughs> Did you follow? Oh, by the way, welcome to Babe. 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 Babe, a podcast. I'm just a teenage mermaid. <laughs> I'm a teenage mermaid. Better not get hit with any water. <laughs> what happens if it's humid out? Do they turn into mermaids when it's... If they, what if they sweat onto themselves? Onto themselves, yeah, spit. Get if a, they work out. Receive cunnilingus. Oh, yeah. That's All these are great you questions. Can't, <laughs> can't get... Yeah. Not like If you make out and you world, get a little bit of drool. Yeah. Why don't they just become full-time mermaids in the sea and just go do that? Like, leave their families forever. Yeah. <laughs> they are still, like, teenagers. The, but none of their families are in the first episode. It's just all the kids. They're like, where are your parents? She went shopping in my dad's at work in my sister's at school where we should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're total latchkey girls. Yeah, yeah. No parental around. One of their sisters was in there when uh, Cleo oh, takes yeah. a bath, yeah. a bath. <laughs> Her sister's knocking on the door. Yeah, Finn's hanging out the edge. And then the water police. The water police. Because she, she took a dinghy from Zine. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go watch the, the first episode, at least, on Netflix. Yeah, do yourself a favor and watch that. I feel like it would be great to hit the vape and then just, like, <sighs> you could blaze through yeah. the whole season. It, but, it like, these episodes could be ten minutes each with the, like, time between the dialogue it's like a web has a very web series feel or just like edited once and left on the first cut yeah because the like it's like someone will say a sentence (laughs) and And then then. (laughs) someone responds to the sentence yeah and the whole thing is like that it's very slow 
And then the TikTok is all people just making fun of Cleo and Ema and like throwing water on each other and then turning into mermaids. Ema, that's water. <laughs> Ema, no, that's water. <laughs> the, my favorite thing is an Australian accent. Oh, God, yeah. It's the best. It's the best. Yeah. I just spent like a big chunk of time on sup doing them with carrie oh. and i'm glad to just be carrying this trend on because oh, i feel like we've done it before on oh yeah too. yeah remember when i had to read the reader mail in the australian accent australian accent <laughs> i turned into a broadcaster mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i need more aussies yeah. to write in reader mail yeah didn't we get that one with like all australian terms yeah that was like slang. all slang yeah didn't it was like they got hit in the bad I can't even do it. <laughs> With snogging. Didn't even mean to trip. My jigger fell out. <laughs> I said, dang, and you need another bickle. Oh. <laughs> oh, I lost my bickle in the topsy. <laughs> last, last tizzer. <laughs> God, I love Australians. Yeah. I really want to go to Byron Bay. Mm-hmm. That seems like it would mesh well with me and my personality. I think it's in like Southern Australia. (laughs) Starting off with energy. Yeah. (laughs) Good sleep. (laughs) I'm having like a yawn attack right now. I don't know why. It's my face. (laughs) Makes me so tired. Yeah. Tired. Um, Every time I see Graydon, I go to sleep. (laughs) That's our version of H2O. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's just called O2. Just add Graydon. Subtract oxygen. <laughs> it's called Z's. <laughs> yeah. Just add Graydon. Z. And then I go to sleep. Yeah. Oh. Um, they should do a book version that's called like N2O. Nitrous. Just add nitrous. Oh my God. That's just like books doing nitrous under the full moon. What happens to them? They turn into. Oh no, it's regulars doing nitrous under the full moon and then they Uh, turn into books uh every (laughs) time they hear like. (laughs) (laughs) Every time they pass a dentist's office. Yeah, you get like white dreads and you're barefoot with like patchwork clothing on and like a scraggly dog on a leash. You're selling hot dogs you found in the garbage pail. (laughs) Yeah. You're holding your hand up and going, I need a miracle. <laughs> Don't we all sit? Just trying to get into the show. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, where, Byron Bay, did you say where it is? I think it's, well, it's in New South Wales. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. But it's like, I That's think on the, Bondi I want to say like South East. <laughs> <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Have you ever watched Instant Hotel on Netflix? Yeah, on Netflix. Oh my God, that's so good. Bondi and Babe. Yeah, Bondi. You have to have a margarita. I'm taking a point. We're going to take your points off. (laughs) Yeah, we just talked about that on SUP too. Sorry. Doubling up content. (laughs) (laughs) Try and make it different. (laughs) All right. Well, I don't, I'm not a listener. 
of sub. Yeah. Are the sub listeners <clears throat> readers as well? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're both. It's all. Everyone's a reader. Yeah. Okay. In my universe. Yeah. Got it. Got it. <laughs> my sixies. Should I call? <laughs> I should call. Should figure out a Your name. Suppers. Subheads. Yeah. Subheads. Um. Yeah. Instant Hotel is really good. Yeah, it's great. But I've only watched the first like six episodes. Mm, okay. That's all I needed. I just yeah. wanted to see Bondine Babe win yeah, yeah. that round. <laughs> yeah. And then I was done. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to see it. Leroy? Oh, I watched the second half, but. Was it good? Sorry. It's not as good as the first. The first was just like shocking and fun. Um, I really loved the couple that had the like 50s nostalgia <laughs> place. Uh, Even though I hated that place, yeah. I just like loved their commitment and they really like loved it and they were so happy when everyone stayed there. They were sweeties. Yeah. That looks like an actual horror movie. It is. To be where to you sleep die. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that like mullet guy, like they try their hardest to save you, but mm-hmm. it wouldn't work. No, they're too old. They're the first to go. Yeah. They were, yeah. It's like something creeps up in the night and then stabs them mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. and then takes it takes like, their skin. Yeah. Puts it on itself, mm-hmm. then comes for all the people in their instant hotel. <laughs> instant nightmares. <laughs> instant nightmare. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, what a week. This weekend is a real tragedy at every corn at every turn. Yeah, (laughs) truly. So much corn. corn. (laughs) We're in corn season. There's corn everywhere, but there's also tragedy. I like it's so draining. Not to make it about me, these tragedies, but to turn on the Internet and just be bombarded with fucking horror shows at every turn is like god it's really taking its toll on everyone i think it just makes you not want to go outside yeah it does life does start to feel pointless Mm -hmm. like i was saying like you were saying (laughs) is this your work (laughs) (laughs) however when i left last week remember i lost my airpod Mm -hmm. and i was like this is god god is mad at me for saying that there is no afterlife and that you know when you die you die you're dead that's it and I'd driven all the way home almost, and then I came back and I found it in the middle of the street. Yeah. Yeah. I nearly ran over it. Like, it went under my car when I was, like, came to pick it up. Did you see it in the road with your headlights? And then I was like, oh, shit. It was, like, (laughs) under my car by the time I realized. And then it, like, unscathed. Wow. Yeah. That's a beautiful success story. Maybe there is, like, a god of the nothingness. I think that there is just, like, the universe. Yeah. And it just kind of ebbs and flows and things happen and physics. It needs to flow again. It's yeah. been ebbing for far too long. Well, it's flowing in some sort of direction. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty awful. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know what can happen. Like, is every, like, who in the world in america at this point is just like amazing like two doing great mass shootings yeah. in 24 hours like we certainly don't have a gun problem like who can even say that at this point point? and people who are like don't make this about politics and guns we need to talk about these people and it's like it's 100 percent about politics and guns you nut jobs yeah like you can you? go get a gun yeah wherever at walmart where that happened yeah and then like just go shoot people yeah if that's your prerogative it's awful and what was the oh at the one the shooter at you know in ohio he was like a satanist and an atheist and so like 
people are like, well, it's not a racism problem. It's that we don't, these people don't have God. And it's like, well, people who kill in the name of God too. And this, you know, Satanism doesn't mean praising Satan literally, but this person obviously had mental issues as well. He killed his own fucking sister. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. So they're just going to like glom onto that and be like, well, it's not just the right. And it's like, it doesn't matter if it's the right or the left. It's fucking people killing people. Just stop everyone from being able to do it. Yeah. What is the point? Yeah. I get it. If you're like on a farm and you want to own a rifle to go like shoot cans off of a tree stump. <laughs> My precious antique cans. <laughs> yeah. Like I get it. I've been there. It's fun. Yeah. But like you don't need assault weapons no. or like multiple handguns. No. I think my mom has a gun. I'm like, why? Huh. Interesting. <laughs> I think she does wow. in like a locker somewhere I in her like, house. Oh, I found a gun in my childhood home. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, this is a recovered memory. I don't know if it was ever for like home protection or if it was just something that my mom's boyfriend had but i found it in the closet when i was looking for presents i think i'm pretty uh, sure i'm not i don't think i'm making this up <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it was god. like a rifle and i don't know yeah i don't know what it was for i i just repressed it i guess wow until right now <laughs> you have a lot of work to do yeah uh, that's okay <laughs> i'd rather like, not i'm gonna put that right back in the <laughs> <Yep>. old <laughs> mental file cabinet yeah. what gun yeah in the closet yeah okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's okay um yeah for some reason rifles don't terrify me that much no. it just feels like a farm thing or yeah. like a country thing and like hunting if you have to hunt and that's what you love to do and you need to do it like i guess like go hunt yeah i personally am not like a huntress no but like whatever but there's just no real excuse or reason anymore no unless i don't know it's becoming it feels unsafe to go anywhere like everywhere is a risk yeah the second you leave festival, your house that's the third one there's been three in the past week oh yeah what was the other one the garlic festival in california like in gilroy yeah did you hear about that no oh yeah somebody shot and killed a few people in at the garlic festival and injured a bunch of people oh my god yeah that makes me really sad because I love garlic and I love... Have you been there? Yeah, I've been to Gilroy. I used Ugh. to drive... I had a boyfriend who lived in San Jose when I first moved out to LA. He came out here for a bit and then moved up to San Jose to live with family for a little bit. And whenever I would go visit him or he would come to visit me, we'd drive through Gilroy. Right. So we'd stop there. You could roll down your windows, smell the garlic in the air. Oh, wow. And then go pull off into the little like Gilroy marketplace and get like garlic ice cream. Whoa. And like all we, I got the best salsa or like hot sauce I've ever had in my life hmm. in Gilroy. It's a really magical special place that's so not anymore fucking another tragedy yeah just like why is that why is anywhere a target but that is especially dark no the second you leave your house now you are basically saying i could yeah die yeah i can't go to a movie anymore without thinking okay this is the one somebody's gonna come in i like every time i'm just like i guess i'll hide under the seat or like 
<laughs> yeah, you go like, aisle seats only now. Yeah. Have you always been like that? No. I started going aisle seat because well, I pee a lot during movies. <laughs> and then uh, usually if I'm drinking wine, but also just only if like, I don't know, I hate holding it. And we talked about this, I think. But like, yeah. But yeah, I guess that's another reason to be able to like get out first i'm like i guess i'll jump over the barrier the the railing down to the aisle that leads into the the arc light like i'm just like always trying to find an escape plan before the movie starts yeah i don't like what else is there that you can do i guess put metal detectors everywhere that you go yeah but but that doesn't necessarily stop anything well somebody made the point that like 10 15 years ago somebody tried to light their shoe on fire and now everyone has to go through security like crazy like in the airport you have, now we have to take our shoes off every time we go through the security in the airport for the past 15 years because one person tried to do that it's like well they regulated that they made that safer somehow i guess but like 15 mass shootings and we can't zero like gun progress probably <laughs> yeah like and everyone's like we don't you, we're not taking away your right to own a gun just not a fucking assault rifle and not if you're crazy yeah that's it like i guess all these a lot of these shooters are older like they're over 18 some of them are so like you no one can control whether or not they have a gun except for them like it's not like their parents can say like no you're not gonna have a gun yeah and then the argument is like you can get your hands on a gun whether it's legal or not. Yeah. But availability is often the impetus for a crime. Impetus? Did I say that right? Word right? Use that word right? Um <laughs> it's like sometimes just because it's there. Like if somebody might steal something just because it's easy to steal. Yeah. So you might go get a gun because all you have to do is drive to Walmart. Mhm. So or like ask around yeah (laughs) have you shot a gun yeah Yeah. i've shot like uh rifles and i had a friend that lived when i was living in okc after college i had a friend that had a baby with this guy who then he moved to like idaho for a while and Mm. so she moved to idaho with the baby with him and i went to visit them over spring break and he worked for like kind of like a rant like a guy who owned a ranch that like troubled boys would get sent to and Mm -hmm. so this ranch owning guy had a bunch of different kinds of guns and we would shoot guns off of like the side of a mountain right but it was like under supervision in like the middle of nowhere and then one of them was like a civil war era gun that where you would have to load gunpowder and a little tiny round bullet and you got one shot at a time yeah i see like the I'm like, I get the perks of guns, like, but now I don't think ever since mass shootings got to be worse and worse, like sometimes I would go to a, like a gun range, but then the last, one of the last times I was home, I went to a gun range with one of my dad's friends and it really freaked me out. Like it was just like, put me really on edge. And yeah. I was like, I don't like this at all. All the mass shootings have really taken the fun out of guns for me. <laughs> So that sucks <laughs> to make oh, God. it fully to about me. Guns for yeah, wait. thanks a lot. Yeah, I used to have, I used to have so much fun with guns, and now I have <laughs> zero fun with a gun. Now Which guns you, stress me out. God, <laughs> and the video game thing. Some senator was like, "It's a video game." Oh please! Fun. If you 
like if you play video games because you like killing people then that's not the video game's fault that's just an outlet maybe like yeah you have an, emotional issues God, I, I love grand theft auto so much i love punching women on the street <laughs> <laughs> stealing their cars <laughs> kicking them out <laughs> would i ever do that ever no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know people get so like upset about video games and it's like 90% of the like nerds that play video games are never going to do anything. Cuck babies. Yeah. Yeah, They just want to like sit in a dark room and like game for 36 hours straight (laughs) (laughs) with their online friends. Yeah. If you gave them the choice of like, here's a gun, do you want to go kill a bunch of people or would you prefer to keep gaming? They would keep gaming. Gaming. Yeah. 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 And I guess maybe it's like communities, like gaming communities, like talk toxic masculinity in gaming communities of like red pill stuff. I mean, Mm -hmm. where like people might meet each other through these servers or whatever, or I don't know. I'm also just being stupid right now, but could be a place where you like find other people who have similar ideals just through the i oh god i ain't no fucking professor just yeah. stop shooting people it no need to explain or think about it other than like stop killing yeah it's just like fucked up yeah well Thanks everyone for tuning in. Goodbye. That's it for We're gonna go walk this into the ocean. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> Not turn into mermaids. Nothing means anything. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I really brought the mood down the I past know, couple of weeks. Really? You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like every bad, I just feel like so much more bad news. Like I hear about it. It's like relentless. I don't watch the news anymore. I don't subscribe to any news reddits. I don't like or subreddits. I don't seek it out. And it's yet it's just like in my ear. It's always you're just hearing one horrible thing after another. Yeah. No wonder we're all fucking babing out hardcore. Yeah. Sometimes like I watched this documentary. Well, I watched two documentaries last night. It got real wild. Professor Shane Hall's I watched house. <laughs> an Australian documentary about Malaysia Flight 370. Ooh. Oh, God. Was My, it, wait, was it a uh, uh, legit doc or was it just It was like 43 minutes. Oh. <laughs> um, I think it was like an Australian TV like special. It was for one of their news channels, I think. Um, it basically the bird went right into the ocean. Yeah, it basically just said like Malaysia Flight 370 when it was supposed to switch over from Malaysian airspace to Vietnam airspace or like Ho Chi Minh airspace. That's when it ne- it was supposed to switch over and it never did. Like Vietnam airspace air traffic controllers never got in touch with the plane. And normally that switchover is supposed to happen quickly like within seconds or maybe a minute at most Mm -hmm. and then they just let it like not be connected to any sort of like air traffic control anything for like hours and in that time the plane like turned a hard left and started flying like the opposite direction and like 
no one really was like everyone was just kind of like hmm, maybe we'll get in touch with it or what and then after a lot of time went by people were like oh fuck like but they had already the plane had already turned off all of its like tracking devices except for there is one thing in the plane that can ping to like military satellites okay so that's how they were able to track its flight path but basically, it was no answers. It was just like, well, human error, like people just fucked up. And it was interesting because it's like you just sit. I guess like that's kind of human nature a lot of the times. Just sit back and be like, hmm, yeah. until it's like too late. Yeah. But so that didn't teach me all that much. And then I watched There's Something Wrong with Aunt Diane. <gasps> Oh God! Which is really <laughs> dark yeah. and so tragic. Oh my God, it's awful. It's almost like Broken Hearts level. Yeah, except like I think it was just like a fluke, horrible, coincidental. Yeah, I can't remember because there was speculation that she might have been drinking, and then she went on to an off ramp or something. Is that yeah. It? So this HBO documentary, "There's Something Wrong with Aunt Diane," is about um, this woman, Diane Schuler, who was driving back from like a camping trip and had like five five kids in the her minivan with her, mm-hmm. and she started driving really erratically, and then got on a freeway going the wrong way, drove 1.7 miles and then crashed head on into another car, killing everyone in that car and everyone in her car, except for her son. So one survivor of this horrible crash. Then they did the autopsy and got a toxicology report. And she had a blood alcohol level of like 0.19 and THC in her system. Right. And everyone in her family was like, she is not a drinker. Like, she's not a closet alcoholic. Like, we would know. And so no one knows, like, why or how this happened. And there's, like, her family maintains, like, that there's no way that she was drinking that day. But they found a bottle of absolute vodka in the car. And then I guess the documentary eventually kind of puts together that she had like a really bad toothache for a long time. And like she was supposed to get a root canal, but never finished her dental work. So she might've had like an abscess tooth that was causing her so much pain that she just like downed a lot of vodka to like deal with it. Right. And then it could have reacted with like, I guess sometimes an abscess tooth can cause like other neurological or cognitive problems. Right. Like, a, in a perfect, could have become a perfect storm of whatever. Yeah. But it wasn't, it was determined, I think, by a forensic psychiatrist that it wasn't, like, a calculated move. But it's just, like, an inexplicable, horrible tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, what do you even do about that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It... <laughs> <laughs> I just smiled. <laughs> Bringing down the mood, bringing down the mood. There's nothing I love more than bringing down the mood. Speaking of documentary babes, how about Brittany Kaiser? Oh, yeah. So I watched a documentary as well over the weekend called The Great Hack. And on you're not the only on smarty Netflix. in the room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so dark. Then I watched a movie. Oh, then I watched Rachel getting married. 
to really top oh, I off. Love that with it's so Nicole good. and Jack Black and oh, oh no, no wait the, that's Margot with the wedding Margot with the wedding Rachel getting married I love Jonathan Demi yeah directing and so, yes and um what's her name Anna Devere Smith mm-hmm. oh I love her so much when I saw that movie in theaters I was like I don't get it like what's the big deal yeah. and then I watched it now and I was like wait this movie is so incredible good. yeah it's yeah. amazing um so you watched wait but the the there's a babe in that movie who i know in real life he was the guy who led the aa meeting in the movie okay um i forget his name danny something like the older black man no he's like a redheaded guy he's in it for like four seconds but he was my acting professor at columbia like directing actors (laughs) professor at columbia and he would not like there was not a class that went by that he didn't mention how jonathan demi phoned him up and was like hey would you be the leader of this AA meeting because he's an alcoholic and okay. he like n- like n- he knows that knows world. how to say it works if you work it so <laughs> work it till it works <laughs> or whatever the thing is keep coming back keep coming it works back if it you works work if it, you work it and yeah. it won't if you don't is that it I think so okay so I need to get back to meetings no JK <laughs> I should probably start though <laughs> um. So he really wore that like a badge. Like he was like, Jonathan phoned me up and just like, no, what? Again? No, (laughs) no. He was like a hot mess. And uh, yeah, he was, he would like not show up to class sometimes and just like, or just like come and like, we do nothing for three hours. (laughs) It's just like, wow, we are getting the most out of our tuition. Um, So yeah, that's my story about Acting teachers love to bring up, like, the one time they were in mm-hmm. one thing. Mm-hmm. It's like a classic acting teacher trope. Well, I mean, I guess if you're winding up teaching. It's pretty much like, that's the end that's of the it. line. Yeah, no offense. But no offense, but, like. It's like Miss Patty and Gilmore Girls. I'm not aware. Mm, you're not a. <laughs> I'm not a GG head. <laughs> not a gilmore gal oh gilmore ghouls that from stars hollow all right um no but so i watched this documentary called the great hack about how cambridge analytica actually did change the election outcome and like how they did it and and there was this one woman Brittany um kaiser, kaiser and she <laughs> she was working for she first worked for obama she worked on Obama's campaign and like helped revolutionize how social media is used to in an election. Mm-hmm. And then she was just like, well, I need a job. And so she just joined Cambridge Analytica and like started swaying the election to the right and meeting with like Julian Assange and meeting with or meeting with WikiLeaks at least and like all, and and going to Russia and like <laughs> like really severely influencing the election by targeting people who were um undecided on facebook Mm -hmm. so they do like fun little surveys and then like find out that people were undecided about who they were going to vote for and then they just spam their feeds with like crooked hillary propaganda and there's like it shows them in meetings talking about we should call have a graphic with crooked hillary and two handcuffs as the o's in crooked and just like they're orchestrating everything they're like down to the design of the propaganda it's really crazy so she then became a whistleblower and the first shot of her in the movie (laughs) which we just looked at this shot she's just like floating in a pool in thailand she's like "Mm, i'm like 
kind of helped bring down the world. But she just seems to go where the water's warm and just like has no moral compass. She's yeah. just like, well, now that everybody's figured out Cambridge Analytica is bad, I guess I'll be a whistleblower. Mm-hmm. So. And is like just chilling in Thailand wearing big sunglasses mm-hmm. and like floating in a pool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I guess if you're on the run like that, that would be kind of stressful. Yeah. But like you would want, I would at least want like a friend to hang out with or something. But then she's like still texting, she's still like texting with her the girls. Uh, well, yeah, she's texting her girls, <laughs> but she's also still texting the guy who was the head of Cambridge Analytica, like during all the hearings and stuff. He's like, he did great at the testimony and while that she was testifying against him and Cambridge Analytica and whistleblowing. And they're like, ha ha this isn't this funny. It's so bizarre. Their mood. It's so weird. Yeah. She's a babe for sure. Yeah, she's a total babe. Yeah. From the first shot, you can always tell who's a babe. All it takes is one glance. Just someone like unhinged enough to be like, yeah, it's a good idea for me to be seen swimming around, floating around in a pool in luxury after like having taken part in one of the most awful conspiracies. Yeah, like let's do this interview at the pool. Yeah. <laughs> is your first clue. <laughs> or she's just like, I feel like swimming, so you're going to have to move all this outside for me. Like, I feel like she just does whatever she wants. Yeah. She's like Paz Tom. <laughs> Paz is babing out. And On is, Instagram? Yeah, but I think oh her Instagram God. account is deleted now. Is it? Oh, I just, she's in like a full babe SOS. Yeah, she's a real... B-A-B-E. <laughs> Capital. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> Maybe she's doing Morse code like every time she posts a selfie. She posts like multiple images from the same i know i shoot, had to like unfollow her but she'll yeah. like do ones where she just like has red lipstick smeared on and then like blurry shots of like kind of the same thing yeah but she was writing these like really yeah. long rambling captions yeah that made no sense really at the end of the day yeah and then someone alert a reader alerted to me they were like pause is baby path is baby now and i checked and i was like oh yeah she is and then her account was deleted so yeah i feel maybe someone intervened how do uh, are there any people left to intervene for her i'm like she's been babying out for 20 years but she goes into like it's like periods of babe out and then periods of like dormancy yeah, because she's in deep depression and <laughs> yeah, probably I don't know. Like in a hospital. She's so extreme with her babeness. I know. I think she has like she must have some people. Like I don't think Instagram just like arbitrarily decides to like shut down your account unless you like put your boob out too many times. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like I saw a booby picture on the oh, main maybe. feed. Mm-hmm. So it could have been that could have been some reason. Instagram also shut down tons of meme accounts last week. Really? Yeah, what? like they did a meme purge, Whoa. and then. But I was looking at all the accounts, and I have no idea who any of them were. Mm. But I guess some of them had like over. They had like millions of followers. One had one guy was making like six hundred k a year Jesus. off of like his one account. And, like, Instagram just purged out all of them. Did they take down Fuck Jerry? No. Yeah. He's, like, in with Instagram, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He messaged me once, like, recently within the past few months and was like, hey, 
can I ask you something? And I was like, sure. And then he never responded. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> like him from his personal account, Elliot Tibli or whatever. Huh. Yeah. I was like, I'm so curious what he wanted. Yeah, He's probably like, can I steal some more of your images <laughs> to use for my profit? <laughs> I spoke with him on the phone once because I was you trying to get him to like do something with a company that I was consulting for. Oh, okay. And then I got like, because it was his like network runs like 10 different Instagram accounts. Wow. And one of them is like pizza or something like that. Like right. it's like stupid shit like that. Yeah. But I feel like he and like fat Jew and people have been in bed with Instagram since like day one. Yeah. Like they're part of the Instagram DNA in a way. Yeah. Which is just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bro circle jerk. Uh, what, was the reasoning behind the meme purge like it, because people are posting content that's not theirs yeah yeah but like those accounts so do everyone. the same exact thing yeah and even when they started like crediting people they just like made up those credit like that they just did it to like shut people up yeah Everything sucks. Everything's bad. <laughs> Wait, should we each like try and do some therapy and talk about something good? No. <laughs> I, I'm looking at my list. The only like good thing that happened is like Katy Perry's convent drama. Yes. Like Katy is getting her karma for that convent shit, but Wait, in like a you... different roundabout way. Yeah. So she owes now some like Christian rapper. Oh yes, that. a bunch of money. Yes. How much money does she owe him? I think a chunk, a good chunk, a few millions. But I don't think she's personally liable. No, the, her name is just the one that appears in the press. Yeah. But like, I, I'm. It's probably like whatever her record label is or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Dumbass records. <laughs> <laughs> Two point eight mil. Uh. The Did jury said the no. Should we listen to it and give our? Yeah, here's the listen. here's the song. It's supposed to be a uh, the inspiration for Dark Horse. Wait, we'll listen to Dark Horse first. Yeah. This is when she was getting in trouble for like her cultural appropriation of Egyptian mm -hmm. costumes. Okay, it's so you guys controversial, get it. yeah. She loves a cultural appropriation moment. <laughs> She's like, which culture have I n yet to appropriate? She fucking ripped off Candyland, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> she very much she, did. Is she from Candyland? I don't think so. Uh, she shouldn't be wearing a sucker on her head. <laughs> a Candyland native. <laughs> Yet here she is. <laughs> Here's oh, joyful God. noise. You know what it is. I love it. I love that this is Christian. <laughs> I'm being faced, but I failed in my fears. I heard a lot of words that have took 
tickled many ears. That's why I praise God for the word of being here. The word became flesh. Lived for 30 years. Died at 33, but after days the reappeared. Jesus Christ anointed one ascended in the ear. Or you can it's a banger. Oh, you know it? <laughs> After our redemption, yes, he did take a chair. Greater than the angels, named superior to theirs. This is Hebrews chapter 1. If you cared. I'm running. Thought I wanted life, drunk, sexed out and blunted. But all I really wanted was the one who really wanted. Fought death, beat it, gave his life to the public. I love it. I love it. Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay. I say that that is not like that song <laughs> I, uh, at all. I say, I mean, it's just the riff is close enough, I guess. But like, and that she uses it the whole way through. Oh yeah, and true. that like, I think there's like a bunch of criteria to make it like. I would have voted no. It's like weird. Sided with Katie. I would have sided with Katie. Unfortunately, yeah. I feel like probably the jury doesn't want her to. Oh, at least it's like. So I wonder who has to pay. Well, then it's also like, if there's a chance, like, don't they have to prove how she might have heard it or her producers might have heard that song? I love that. So the we're looking at the sheet music comparison and it's literally just like one note, quarter note, <laughs> repeated several times. And there's a few different notes, but. Uh. But like, shouldn't you have to prove if it's copyright infringement that they knew they were taking that song and changing it. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like you have to be able to, I think you have to be able to prove that they somehow knew about that, knew about that song or had heard it. Like maybe it's like they had access to their emails and were like, somebody sent them that song. Yeah. That's why like when companies won't accept unsolicited scripts or materials or submissions for things, they don't want to be caught up in like, um, somebody being able to claim, well, I sent them my script. Oh, got it. And they stole my ideas. Yeah. That's what, so they like never read things that aren't solicited. Like, because when blurred lines got in mm-hmm. trouble for, they did rip off that Marvin Gaye song. Like that was apparent in this song. Like yeah. the first time I heard, it, I was like, Oh, this is like the Marvin Gaye song. And I think something's happening with Lil Nas X too. Oh no, for his new song? No, for the horse one. Well, well yeah, that, <laughs> yeah that, that's to me the new song. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Oldie over here, yeah. 35 year old, his um, new song. Yeah, his new one, <laughs> that new one. But yeah, she's getting karma. Yeah, like I feel like who in the world is going to know who this like Marcus Gray guy is and that he like made this song and then be like, oh, this is tight. We should use this as a beat for our Katy Perry song. Like, I think it's just like a random coincidence. And this guy probably was like, oh my God, that sounds similar. Like we can make a buck or two off of this. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like that beat or that melody, whatever it is, the bass line is so simple. Mm hmm. Like, like anyone any could come up could with have stumbled it. Across it. Yeah. You're just on the piano going, literally moving down, going, do, 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 do. That's like a baby could do that. Yeah. Tony can do that. <laughs> Tony, but if you put him on like a little keyboard, like a life size big keyboard. Keyboard pug. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, yeah, wait, what's happening with the nuns? So, so the nuns got together and like praised yeah. Catholic Jesus mm-hmm. and said, <laughs> take down Katy Perry. And yeah. Catholic Jesus said... Hell fucking yeah. Yeah. And so, so that's what he's doing in this respect, but he's also doing something else. Well, th- I just was looking at the whole drama because I found out that uh, <laughs> 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 my brain just hemorrhaged. Um, so there's this estate at the top of Mitchell Terena near mm-hmm. where I live called the Paramore Estate. And this woman owns it and she also owns Cliff's Edge and she used to own Bright Spot Diner and she owns that hotel on Sunset that they painted all white. Do you remember that? The Daryl Oh, hotel. yeah, yeah. Um, she just owns a bunch of, sh- a bunch of stuff. Um, and she was working with the nuns. This is like going way back to 2015 or whatever when Katie first wanted to buy the convent. So she was working with the nuns who lived in the convent to help restore the convent and then they loved her so much that they were going to sell the convent to her. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she was going to pay $44,000 because she was going to like, part of the stipulation was like, she was going to maintain it and not change the restorations and just like, keep it like a historical thing mm-hmm. and make sure that anybody who ever bought it afterwards would hold uphold those standards too. And so um, then Katy Perry swoops in and she's like, I bought it from the Los Angeles archdiocese. The nuns had no right. So wait, sorry, she was paying $44,000 first and then she was going to pay $10 million for it in the end. Okay. Um, over the, like as a mortgage you would. Um, and so then, um, <laughs> Katie Perry swoops in and she's like, I'm buying this convent. I already bought it. Um, or I'm buying it through the archdiocese cause the nuns have no right to sell it and it doesn't belong to them. And which is already evil. She's like dehousing these nuns. Yeah. And and just, also like, why would you, I mean, why would you want to like buy, like fuck with like an, any archdiocese period? Yeah. Like buy something from them, tainted Catholic property. Yeah, exactly. You want to give money. To like them. I would love Horrible nothing more than to give money to like this organization that <laughs> just has, like molested Everyone. young boys. Yeah. And <laughs> Literally anyone that they could find and has covered it up for years. Yeah. Let me buy property and yeah, live there. Yeah. Nothing better. And it's huge. It's so greedy. It's like the property is massive. So the then this whole court, court case happened um dana dana hollister is the woman's name who bought the convent first and there um the nuns were like on dana's side she was the katie perry was suing her because for tampering with or preventing her from trying to buy this place Mm -hmm. a nun fucking died in court trying to argue against in the courtroom in the courtroom oh i think i remember that and then um, in the end, they uh, found in favor of Katie. Uh, 
and this woman had to pay the judgment was for like 15 million dollars that she would have to pay Katy Perry which is five million dollars more than what she was going to buy the convent for (laughs) and then um they settled it down lower i guess they came to like it was going to be six million dollars so she's now paying it she's been paying out this million dollar or a million dollars at a time since july i guess no she had to sell some of her properties and now katie perry's option to buy the convent has expired so she didn't even fucking buy the convent in the end and she just gets six million dollars from this woman for not having bought the convent what the fuck? Yeah, she's evil. She's evil. It's Did the so nuns get mean. kicked out during this time? I don't think so. No, they're still living there. And then, but the, they're our, like stressed. They're like yeah, we're fucking old somebody nuns. Died. Yeah. yeah, like Sister Mary Magdalene just died. Yeah, in court. And Katie's like, oh my god, I could have a crazy <laughs> pool party, and we could like dress up as palm trees. <laughs> awful and then this other woman is we like have like a, a religion party everyone come as different religions also she wasn't even catholic wasn't she was she i know she was started out as a christian rocker yeah but a christian i think that she was like a, i don't know if she was catholic or not hmm. well she certainly has no love for them anymore except to give them money Anyway, so that's the news this week. She just like, apparently it could still happen, but the option has expired. Wow. Allegedly, all of that is allegedly. Katy Perry, please don't sue me. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. She's also (laughs) went to, there was like a big Google summit in Greece Uh where like all these celebs like and billionaires got together to just like fucking come on each other's faces <laughs> and like celebrate and toast to how much money and power they all have yeah. and like feel really good about like i think there was it was like a climate change summit but then i think the daily mail in multiple places reported that the carbon footprint that was like amassed from all of them, like chartering super yachts and private jets and like transportation and the cost of even putting on this event in the area ended up being like a crazy carbon footprint. Yeah. So it's like, what, like why? Yeah. I wonder if they donate to offset their carbon footprint, but still it's just like, you're just chunk. Releasing. You're just chunking. chunking. You're just chunking. Tons of carbon out there. Because <laughs> you have to fly to Greece. You're just blowing chunks of carbon <laughs> into the universe. You're puking up carbon. You're fucking Godzilla ass footprint. Oh, yeah. But so, Godzilla ass footprint. That's like Leo DiCaprio when he was doing The Revenant. Do you know this? What? He had a big car- carbon footprint. Well, he. In his contract, he had to be flown out every weekend or during the days off to St. Lucia in a private jet or somewhere in the Caribbean. Fun. From Alberta. So it's like... That's far. That's far in a private jet just for your weekends. And he's supposed to be a big environmentalist and he has like documentaries out and campaign, whatever. And so every weekend he's just like, I need to be somewhere warm. Like start a fire. Go to British... (laughs) (laughs) Go to Lake Louise and sit by in the Fairmont Royal York Hotel or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a little baby. 
I'm like, don't come for Leo. This isn't the place. <laughs> this isn't the place, Graydon. Oh, sorry, but I have my own opinion. Um, my H2O is like when people say disparaging things about Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> or Australian. Gwyneth Paltrow, I turn into a mean Australian. Oh, gosh. I've never gotten it about Leo. Never? Nope. He's never been for me. You say you're gay? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe he's just too feminine. <laughs> You're like, I don't like twinks. Um, I don't know. He, yeah, I mean, I think basically everyone in the world is just a hypocrite. Yeah. Oh, We're hypocrites. Too, yeah. 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 The only pure creatures are Tony mm-hmm. and other dogs, mm-hmm. but not all dogs. No, Some dogs are bad. Some dogs go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your sequel to all dogs go to heaven yeah. some dogs go to hell wait where what are bad dogs i'm i have my own opinions Ooh. um no i just think like some dog you know just some animals are like bad seeds yeah yeah my piano teacher when i was younger had a dog that all its hair fell out it was like a toy poodle and she had to give it medication Aww. for the hair to grow back. And its name was Mamie or something and like Mamie Gummer. Mm-hmm. And its hair grew back all brown and like Ooh. thin. And it just would bark at me the whole time I was having my piano lesson. I hated that fucking dog. Yeah. Mamie Boot the poodle. One. Yeah. My piano teacher had chows. Oh. Chow chows yeah. or whatever. Like Martha Stewart. Yeah, but they were really violent towards each other <laughs> and like oftentimes would get in like crazy dog fights. Oh my god. Like and her husband would have to pull them off of each other. They'd be covered in blood. Oh my god. Because these chows, like anything could set them off and then suddenly there'd be like a chow down. <laughs> <laughs> chow down. <laughs> Is that where that comes from? I don't think so. <laughs> but her, these chows were crazy. And they'd run around the backyard and then every once, like at least like three times, they fully chowed down on oh each other. God. And then she also had a, like a lot of feral cats that would just like have kittens. So a lot of the cats that oh our God. family got over the years were kittens from the piano teacher's house. Where did she teach out of a no, she just had like a stump or she something. She had like a cute little house in like Nichols Hills in Oklahoma City and oh. like but she just had a real babe animal scenario. Wow. That's uh, uh, are chows aggressive? I I came away from that thinking like chows could be set off by anything, but I think these chows maybe they were just like they fought too hard or you like hit a b sharp when you (laughs) i like play the wrong note yeah b sharp is c oh god what's the uh d note the brown note the brown note (laughs) (laughs) five octave five (laughs) octaves below (laughs) middle d Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i never learned a thing from piano really how long did you do it i did it for like from preschool probably till like eighth or ninth grade wow so long yeah. too long to not have learned any i mean i could if I, if you tell me like i could figure out how to play a song just like by hearing it mm-hmm. not well like i could pick, figure impressive. out the notes but like can't read music wow and just like faked my way through piano how do you fake your way i don't know i would just <laughs> you've be got like, like a little tape recorder 
try and distract a lot by like talking about stuff to the teacher. Oh my god! <laughs> and then like sometimes she'd be like, "Okay, now we need to actually like play. You play the song." And then I'd play it, and I'd be doing it so badly. She would just sit with her head in her hands no. and like, shake it, like be like, oh. "Oh my god!" But what kind of songs were they? Was it classical? No, it was mostly like hymns and like show oh, tunes. It was a lot of hymns and hymnals. Were you trying to be an organist? No, but uh, she was a Christian, mm. and she went to church with my mom, mm. and. We would compete in piano playing competitions, but you'd have to play hymns during the competitions. That was a pretty good. You're doing really well. I'm I was getting like, better. <laughs> it's the question. question. It's a lot of questions. Yeah. And then you have to really like flatten out your ease. Have we talked about the twins who, the Australian twins who speak at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> we have to have. I feel like, yes, yeah. you've definitely showed them to me <laughs> yeah. where everything they say, they, they just say like it the say it the same time, time and they and finish they each, each other's, other's sentences. sentences. Yeah. But they can't really. So they just, they just kind of like glom, glom onto whatever the, the, the other one, one is saying. saying? <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking about piano. They're. So, so we'd, we'd have, have to, to do, competitions do competitions where we'd play we'd hymns. Play for, for stuffy church people. 25 people. <laughs> <laughs> they like totally, they get they it wrong hear, so many times. And then they times. come back and yeah. then the news story about them is like, wow, they're so identical that they just, they won't even speak differently. And it's yeah. like, no, they're faking it. <laughs> they're babes in the news. They're not even like, they're terrible at it. We're better at it. But there's other there were other babes in the news. Like, did you, you saw the, that one girl that was like a totally normal, like cheerleader. And then she got like some sort of flu shot and then <laughs> turned into like, she got like a terrible, like neurological disability where oh, she was like, oh, jerking wait. around. But wasn't that she like, she was faking it, right? That was fake, right? I think. I it was whenever that. she would like try and run. It would it would ha- it was like a H two O where yeah. she'd be fine until she'd try and run and then something would happen. Or like her mom tells her she has to go to school and she's like, uh oh. Yeah, like it was definitely it was like so over the top that it was like, how is this cannot be real? Yeah, that's <laughs> I would be love so to- exhausting <laughs> to keep that up. So she exhausting, just like faked like going into a coma or <laughs> sleep falling asleep yeah narcolepsy necromancy necromancy, necromancy. <laughs> conjure up the dead whenever <laughs> we had like there was a kid at my boarding school that tried to claim that he was like narcoleptic mm. i was like this person is depressed like have you oh, he's just sleeping yeah i was like have you taken a look at him like he looks fucking depressed <laughs> as shit yeah he's uncatched hair is all mussed up and like He'd just always be like sad and puffy from crying and then like sleeping oh. all the time. I was like, he's not narcoleptic. Like he's severely depressed. Oh, God. Hello. 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 <laughs> Have you looked at him lately? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Cleo. Uh, Claire. Emma. <laughs> okay, let's do some reader mail. All right. Reader mail. Oh my God, we have a lot. We have a love, right, Emil? Dearest Lara 
And what if I did it in slow? <laughs> H2O style, one sentence every four minutes. <laughs> Dearest Laura and beautiful guest, writing to you as a longtime reader, third time caller. It's taken me over a year to write this email, so I guess I should start from the beginning, and I will try to make my sentiments short. First off, I have to thank you for all you do. I have never felt so heard and seen as I have when listening to your stories as well as the stories of other readers. Anyway, I write to you with the ever-original crisis that is relationships and the dreaded straight male. I'm a 25-year-old female, and I find myself truly at rock bottom with my dating life. For context, I live right outside of NYC, and I'm a confident gal with more blessings than I can count. However, I'm missing that special person I so desperately want. I'm on all the apps, put myself out there daily, I'm open to setups made by friends, and have even entertained the non-creepy IG DMs that come my way, but nothing seems to amount to anything. There have been so many false starts in the past year that I can't help but wonder, is it me? Is it my personality? What causes all of these first, second, third, fourth, and even fifth dates to result in endless ghosting, evasiveness, or my personal favorite, I really admire you, but I've recently reconnected with my ex. I know that I'm preaching to the choir with you, but seriously, what is the problem? I want a relationship for the right reasons. I know that I need to take the entitlement out of my rhetoric, but I think it's also important to know what you want. Finally, I find myself in the predicament of still being a virgin. Gasp. I also wonder, I often wonder if men can sense this on me and are turned off, assuming that I won't be sexually deviant enough or God forbid I get too attached to them. This whole virginity thing isn't really on purpose, i.e. religious or cultural reasons. I just want my experience to be with the right person who I can trust who won't fuck me over right after the deed is done. To be clear, I don't tell these gents this little secret and I don't plan on making a big deal out of the whole thing when the time does come. With all this being said, I find myself sulking in my apartment while I write this, listening to endless John Mayer, my king, feeling sorry for myself. Fun fact, my horoscope for today in particular told me to stop self-victimizing myself. (laughs) Lol. This is coming off the heels of being ghosted by a guy who planned a date with me for tonight, location and day, then proceeded to fall off the grid. I don't want to sound like a babe because I'm really more of a babe, but I guess my goal with this email is to hopefully open a discussion for other babes who are going through the same thing and worried that they're at fault. Sorry for the length of this email. I already feel better from writing it. Any and all feedback would mean the world. Again, can't thank you enough for all you do. Just finished binging all the Patreon content and loved every minute. Love and light. Thank you for being a dedicated reader. Mm-hmm. I have zero answers for this. <laughs> Truly, right, I don't. Moving on. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. And, uh, have you tried watching H2O Netflix? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm a really bad. I mean, I'm basically a born again virgin, I realized, <laughs> because I haven't had sex in over a year. It's now a year and a half. And then last night, I realized that it's been, I think, probably two years since i had actually like good sex that i really deeply enjoyed Mm -hmm. so now i consider myself a virgin again (laughs) um and that's where i'm at my hymen grew back (laughs) my hymen is fully back intact (laughs) i'm just a virgin with a dog (laughs) um And uh, I have not gotten back on any dating apps. I'm like, hopefully, maybe we'll take like some cute pics on this vacation that I can use on them. But like, mm-hmm. TBD. I don't know. I I'm feel- also a ghoster as well. Like, I've yeah. ghosted 
most of the people or have been ghosted from anyone that I've gone on a date with in like the past year. Yeah. Or anyone that's like even asked me out, I've immediately ghosted them. So I'm also part of the problem and not the solution. I feel like the stress of the world is like killing everyone's sex drives and everyone feels like they want to like need to want to have sex. But then when it comes down to actually hooking up or finding a relationship, it's like, mm, yeah, I can't handle this right now. Yeah. I think we're like, I definitely think you're not alone reader no. in being like, this is an epidemic. Like yeah. more and more people are not dating and like, fear human interaction and like like what you were saying Graydon. well the leap from like talking online to actually meeting up it's so it's like easy to send messages or you know interact on instagram or like make plans but to follow through on shit is like the the chasm between being on your phone and like like i have to shower and like get ready and go out the door and like meet somebody new is just like daunting for everyone i think so i don't i think it's like for me that actually is like the fun part oh, okay but the hard part is any sort of messaging or having mm. some sort of rapport out of nowhere with like an avatar yes like, yes the thought i get really like hyper anxious on Bumble where it's like, I'm supposed to make the first move. I don't know what to say. And then mm-hmm. I'm just like, Ooh, it's like all my writing anxiety comes out in those mm-hmm. moments where I'm like, you're stupid, you're stupid, you're stupid. <laughs> and then I'm like, ah! and then I get off and I'm like, never again. But like, I but also- if I could just meet someone, like if we could just be like, I mean, maybe that needs to be what I say is like, Hey, I get way anxious writing this stuff. Like, can we just set a time and place to meet? Yeah. I promise I'm not an ax murderer. Yeah. Do you? Uh, no. <laughs> Do you promise? Do you promise? That's didn't, wasn't it your idea to have an app where like people just come to your, come to your house for a date. Yeah. Where yeah. they just like all everyone's background. Like my app is great because <laughs> of a few things, all but right. let me give you the pitch again yeah. now. So I want an app where you sign on, you upload all your information, you have to go through basically a big background, like it's basically the same sort of background check that you would go through to get clear on like the airport lines where you can just like put your fingerprint and they scan your face and then you're in, you don't have to show ID or anything. So more background check than getting a gun. Um, yeah, more, it's harder (laughs) to get on my app and get cleared to be on the app than it is to get a gun. Amazing bonus point yeah (laughs) yeah for the app not for guns (laughs) um also bonus point for my app collecting data which is at this point more valuable than oil yeah more valuable than oil according to britney kaiser yeah so those are two so then once you've uploaded all your information to the app then you kind of are filling out lots of surveys so the app can like algorithmically figure out what you're into what kind of like physical attributes, personality attributes, blah, blah, blah. Everyone on the app fills all these out. Then the app just matches you up with someone and sends them over to your house. I guess that could be too aggressive, but Mm -hmm. like sends you guys like on a date. Yeah. Like you need an app that will just do all that work work for you. Yeah. 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 That'll say like, it's like you could connect it with open table or something where it's like, 
you guys are free here the ones you pick it and then just show up and like you will either like this person you'll have chemistry or you won't you don't have to go through and it's all people on the app that are like wanting to fuck or just like meet new people or get set up yeah because i think a lot of online dating too is like if i see a really weird picture or like a bad haircut or like a cargo pant or like a weird toe i'm like Ew! And then like yeah, swipe and left, a little tiny little thing, a little tiny it's little like a thing. Seinfeld episode. No, I'm she's like, a talker. Yeah, talker, yeah. If you have like a gross belt on, yeah. you're going left. Like yeah. I can't, I can't even deal with that. Yeah. And so, I'm just better if like, can we meet in person and I can like kind of smell you and figure <laughs> out if like I like you or not. <laughs> just you show up and start sniffing like a dog. I'm like, mm, all right, pheromones in check. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is the the meeting in person. But that's, I think, the thing, too, is there's you feel like you're meeting all these people and nothing's coming of it. But like, in Mm -hmm. reality, you're not actually meeting anybody. And if it was the time before apps and stuff, you're meeting like maybe one person a month. I don't know. It's like it feels like the success rate of meeting people now is so low because you like have interactions but you don't actually meet people yeah i don't know i mean i had like the last date i was on it was like over a year ago but it was like a nice guy into the dead we had two dates that went pretty well i think Mm -hmm. we made out at the end of the last one and then i was dog sitting for my friend's pug and he had a dog and i was like let's like go to a dog park and we like made the date and then that day he texted and was like, oh, I can't make it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, like, let me know if you want to get together some other time. And then he just never wrote back. And then that was the end, Ugh. which is kind of better than just like total ghost falling off, like never responding to anything. Yeah. But still, I think that that's just like the age we're living in now is like that you can easily ghost someone or you can easily get ghosted. Yeah. Yeah. It might be their own anxieties and insecurities too on their end. Like it's not you. Yeah. Reader. I don't think your virginity has anything to do with it. No, especially if you're not telling them that. Yeah. And also like virginity is a hot commodity. Didn't you watch Colton's season of the bachelorette bachelor? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you sell your virginity online Ooh, yeah. for oh, like yeah. millions of dollars? There's a woman who did that and she got paid like $400,000 or something. That's actually like kind of a good idea. Yeah. You and then, could just manage yeah. it and then like figure out who you want to like pay you to literally you have sex with them. You can make sure that you have chemistry before you have sex mm-hmm. and then it's over with and then you have like a hundred grand. Yeah. And virginity is a concept made up by men to shame women anyway. So if you can get some money out of the men <laughs> in the end. Yeah, yeah. That's actually the answer to all your problems right now is sell your virginity to the highest bidder that you also want to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You You're go. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> we get a finder's fee. Yeah. If you do that, then <laughs> cut us in. Cut us in for like 5%. Yeah. We'll split fair. it. We'll split the five. Yeah. So we'll get 2.5 purse each. <laughs> Works for me. Yeah. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> you can send it to my cash pig app. Yeah. That's actually the best idea. Yeah. That's what you, you could need get to a do. cash pig for sure. Like, who, me or this reader? The reader. Okay. Virgin cash slut. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, you could imagine you could get bank. a ton of cash pigs. Yeah. Be like, I'm a virgin, I'm a virgin looking for someone to like fuck, but are you worthy? And then you're yes. just like, You're disgusting. I would yeah. never fuck you. Your like bid's not high enough. And even you get their I money was, no matter even what. Even if I was just a slut who would fuck anyone, I would <laughs> never even think to touch you. Ooh, someone's gonna like loop that clip. Don't steal my cash pig dirty talk. <laughs> I've got to get a cash pig. I know. You deserve one. I really do. Yeah. I think I have a good voice. Yeah. I'm good at insulting. <laughs> um, I'm good at it. Okay. The reader needs to sell her virginity. Yeah. And I need to cash, cash pig. pig. Yeah. Done. Hashtag cash pig for Lara. Cash pig for Lara. <laughs> It's like an Emmy for Megan Amram, but a cash pig for yes, Lara. Yes, that's my web series. Yes, is a cash, cash pig, pig for Lara. Lara. Fuck Emmys. All Nobody I want is that. a cash pig. Like, yeah. even if it's just someone, I mean, I would take them at all levels. Mm-hmm. But even if it's just someone giving me like forty bucks a day, yeah, I would take that. I could then Postmates mm-hmm. at least one meal a day, and that would be nice. Could get groceries for a whole week. <laughs> yeah, or I could. Put it in a savings account. Yeah. But no, Postmates is fun. Yeah. I want like a Postmates cash pig. Yeah. That like just, they, I hook up their card to my Postmate and then I can just like do whatever I want. This is like the plot of Easy A. Was that the plot of Easy A? <laughs> yeah. Where guys would like say that, like she would say that she slept with a guy, but she wouldn't actually, but she would tell people that she slept with a guy so that he could like claim. Have clout. Yeah. Have clout. And then somebody paid they pay, somebody paid her in gift cards or they all paid her in gift cards i think oh yeah she had like gift cards like home depot or something yeah, yeah. olive garden i have like a kind of a controversial opinion which is that easy a was not a good movie huh. well he wrote it in a weekend so i did not like that movie huh. i never understood why it got hyped so much i think it's because of her but I'm like, was she even that great? I remember watching it and being like, what the fuck? Like, this movie makes no <laughs> sense to me. And, like, then she got, like, this Golden Globe nomination out of nowhere for oh, it. she did? Oh, yeah. Wow. She got, like, in, like, award season. I was just like, this does not add up. Huh. I was like that meme of the woman, like, with all the math around her trying to figure <laughs> out, like, what was going on. Okay. We have another reader who writes, paralyzed and horny. Same. Hey, Lara, longtime listener, first time caller. You're a true queen who's provided countless laws. So thank you for that. Rest assured, my subject line was not clickbait. I'm fostering the cutest, sweetest puppy, Sputnik, who's both paralyzed and horny. <laughs> uh, picks Aww. to prove it. Oh, Sputnik is paralyzed. I don't see his lipstick, though. He doesn't have a boner. No, I think he's hiding it. Yeah. Sputnik. Smutnik Smutnik was born to a backyard breeder who was inbreeding, which led to his birth defect. Mm -hmm. He was born without any use or feelings in his hind leg. The breeder dropped Sputnik at a high kill shelter in South Central LA when he was just eight weeks old. Luckily, he was picked up by a rescue who works with a pet rehab center. I've been fostering him for three weeks and he's the best little man. Unfortunately, I'm not in the position to adopt him for real, but I want to make sure he ends up in the Malibu, Hollywood Hills, Hidden Hills, Calabasas compound he deserves. 
I used to work in music, so I've been reaching out to a few of my LA-based artists to spread the word all over town about Sputnik. I was wondering if you'd be willing to post about Sputnik on your socials. Since he has such special needs, the rescue has had a hard time finding interested adopters, and I fear if I take this story to Vanderpump Dogs, he'll develop alopecia or Munchausen by proxy slash something worse. Wait, is Vanderpump Dogs a bad place? Mm, I don't think so but i don't know because i gave you that gift card for it no well i'm just i here i i'm gonna use a gift card for like tools for tony sure i just don't i don't know i've heard like sketchy things about that place it's like a non-profit organization allegedly oh shit but it's also just a running joke that we like that I joke about a lot on sexy unique pod, which is like Lisa purposely like is giving her dogs alopecia (laughs) (laughs) traction alopecia. If you think this is something some of your other dog loving friends, guests would be willing to share, please forward my email. Let me know your thoughts. I have a folder with more pictures and videos of him and all the necessary deets about adopting him. Thank you. P.S. Congrats on motherhood. How's the transitions been? Oh, Sputnik is really cute. I'll post a photo of him on Instagram for sure. He He's is a little sweetie. sweetie. Look yeah. at his face. Oh, just loves love, love. Smutnik. I like Smutnik. Smutnik yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's perfect. I wonder how he moves around, or if is that's it just how... one hind leg. It looks like both. Looks like They're kind of both akimbo in that photo. Yeah. Yeah. He has a great little. He has a good vibe and a good aura. Does he scoot around? He seems like a scoot. Yeah. Oh, cutie. I hope Spet finds a home. <laughs> Hi, Lara. Thank you for the never-ending laws. Big fan of your pod empire. Reaching out because my roommate is, in a, is a bridesmaid in one of the most babe weddings I've ever heard of. The bride and groom are both 27 and have dated for seven years. Sounds cute, but hold up. A couple things. One, they both publicly claim to be virgins, but she has frequent drunk breakdowns about how she isn't and goes back and forth saying she has and has not had sex with her fiance. Oh my God. They both come from very Christian families, but there's no reason for her to lie to her friends, including my roommate who would not give a shit at all. Two, as the wedding has started to get closer, she's kept getting more vocally uncertain, saying things like, (laughs) what if I stop loving him? And I don't want to lose my independence. And the real kicker, why can't I marry his brother? He's so much hotter. Look at how hot he is, everyone, while holding up a photo of him proceeding to FaceTime him. He didn't answer. Oh, my God. The last quote happened during his ba- her bachelorette party. Three. Oh, yeah, the bachelorette party, where she cried 75% of the time about how <laughs> she wanted it all to be over and just wants to go to Bora Bora, the destination of her honeymoon. <laughs> Getting married for a trip to Bora Bora. The wedding is coming up soon and has been a huge topic in my house. I can't wrap my mind around marrying someone that I wasn't like totally obsessed with, let alone if I was pining to fuck his brother. Any insight on why people do this to themselves? Is it even worth it for my roommate to say something to the bride? Is she morally obligated? Should she just keep her hands clean? Love you and thanks for all you do. Whew. Um, I think people just get down... So far down the road, mm-hmm. sorry, they feel like they can't say. <laughs> she looked at my face again. <laughs> <laughs> fell asleep. Just add Graydon. Um, I think people get so far down a wedding road that it's like 
all the plans have been made and checks have been written and things reservations have been reserved and yeah. then you're just like i gotta go through with it it's like sunk cost or whatever they call it where you like feel like because you've put so much time and money into something that you shouldn't abandon it because yeah same thing for careers and everything relationships but i would like, say well, i've been come this far yeah i think that you should always back out if you feel yeah. if it's not right it doesn't really matter but also i guess you could get married but not file the paperwork and then it's like you never got married yeah. in the first place pull a, a jana mm-hmm. jana con mm-hmm. <laughs> um and also i don't know about telling like confronting her about it it feels like i mean i don't know do you want to be the person who's like, I broke up their wedding? Whatever. It, it's also like, let them get married and divorce exists for a reason. So yeah. that's what I think. I think it's like at this point, kind of what's done is done. Yeah. It sounds like her mind is pretty made up that yeah. she is just doing it and trying to get to Bora Bora. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe it is just legitimately like cold feet. Yeah. But it's also probably not. And they're definitely going to get divorced. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> and also it's like, it sounds like she already knows that she doesn't want to do this. So it's on her. Like, it's not like you caught, she's so t- totally in love with him and you caught him cheating with somebody else and you have yeah. to tell her, you know, like that you would have to tell her, but it sounds like she's just, it's kind of just like her own battle to fight. Yeah. 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 Best of luck to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hope Bora Bora is worth it. <laughs> God, isn't that a long flight? Where is Bora Bora? I don't even know. Somewhere in Cuba? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, motherhood, dog motherhood is good, but full of ups and downs because mm. my little sweet baby has a cold right now. She's got the sniffles. He's got sniffles. He's sneezing and snotting all over me and everything. And He, he sneezed directly into my eye a yeah. little bit earlier. <laughs> he, he missed I have, it. I now have foot and paw disease yeah <laughs> hardened paw yeah. disease yeah. he i have a terrible anxiety about him dying which he's not in anywhere no, near he's, right he's bark he's barking up a storm right now yeah. but he's nowhere near close to death no. but i just like fucking i get scared it's like my first dog i've never had like an animal that requires this much care so it's just like i'm unclear yeah and you feel like everything's your fault when you well yeah i feel like i'm totally responsible for this life and then if he's having a bad life then it's my fault he's having the best life he was so happy when i came he was he's happy hardly to see you sick. yeah he sneezed on me this weekend and misted my entire leg with a sneeze <laughs> he sneezed i have these like mirrored coffee table things and before you came over i had to wipe them all down because oh, they bet. were covered in his sneeze residue <laughs> He snotted all over my comforter. He's now just sneezing and then throws his head back and licks up all the snot off of his nose, which is great. It's getting doing a job for me. Yeah. You can hear him probably. Yeah, he's going for it. I know. And so we're and we're supposed to go on vacation this week, but now I'm nervous about flying with him because he has like a stuffed up nose. Yeah. If anyone can like weigh in and like write to me, if you have a pug and you've traveled with a pug, let me know. Babepodcast at gmail.com or traveling with a dog that is stepped up. I'm terrified. We're going to the vet first thing tomorrow. So hopefully this all will get figured out. But 
Motherhood has changed. Motherhood has changed me. I live to serve. You need to watch Tony. Uma Thurman movie, Motherhood. I feel like I have watched it. Really? No, I was thinking of Prime. Oh. Amazon Prime? No, Prime with Uma and Meryl Streep, where Uma dates like a 23-year-old. Oh, I've never seen it. (gasps) It's a good one. And then she finds out that her boyfriend's mom is her therapist, played by Meryl Streep. Love that. Hilarity ensues. (laughs) It's like a Cruel Intentions move. Um... Well, I need to go take care of my dog because he's freaking out. Yeah. And that's enough just depressing material for today. (laughs) Sorry that we really went dark and there weren't as many laws today, but things are dark. That's bad. It's been a bad week. It's been a weird, bad week. Yeah. Filled with bad news over the weekend. There's not much else to say. Yeah. The world, the Arctic's on fire. The world's Mm -hmm. coming to an end. Tony has a cold. I don't know. Yeah. Send money. Send money. <laughs> Find me a cash pig. Yeah. Find great in a cash pig. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram at Lars Marie and at Graydon Shepherd. For more depressing content. Yeah. <laughs> and pray for me that Tony is well enough to travel. And write me emails at babepodcast at gmail.com. Stay out of the water. Stay out of the water, else you'll become a mermaid, Emma. Emma. Chloe. Oh, Cleo. Cleo. <laughs> Cleo. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> Why are you barking so loud? You're hurting my eardrums. If you want bonus content, you can have that by going to <laughs> patreon.com slash babepodcast. Oh, one other thing. This neck, this podcast is going to take a break next week i will be on vacation hopefully with my son tony marie shane halls and we'll be off that week but then babe will be back the week after so watch h2o in the meantime i don't yeah. know oh my god summarize it all for us thank you for being my guest thank you for having me it's been a treat and until next time yeah. love and light Bye. Bye. Babe? Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 